There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hello, Rush Nation. Um, I bet you weren't expecting me. Um, Murph is away until the flagship show this Thursday, and originally it was going to be Stacey jumping in. Um, however, the time difference has gotten to our American friend, and he has passed on the responsibility to me. We have got his waiver wire picks to use for this week's waiver wire show, so I will be uh, jumping in with some of those, uh, as well as one or two of my own as well. Um Thank you very much to Stacey for letting me use and here's waiver wire picks. The uh, article is available on Five Yard Rush at the moment. So if you want to have a look here and maybe even read along while I read it out to you, then uh, please do so or catch up on it later on. Um, week 12 gave us a full slate of games during the Thanksgiving weekend. Um, a huge amount of football spread over uh, a wonderfully comfortable amount of days. Got some really good viewing over here in the UK. However, week 13 is bringing us another Bimageddon. Um, Six teams are on by this week. Um, So obviously this week's waiver wire is looking for players that can help us in uh, the lead up to the playoff uh, and the playoff hunt, especially if you're just outside those uh, special spots at the moment. This this podcast is looking at players rostered in 40% or less of total leagues. uh, And this is data coming from ESPN.com as per usual. Um, yeah, well, when we were looking through the, uh, all the players, it was like, oh, that player would be good. That player is below 40% owned. That player uh, is on a bye week. So uh, it's very, very slim pickings when it comes to uh, the quarterbacks. In fact, very, very slim pickets. And Kenny Pickett is our first player uh, in the quarterback position to look at. He is 15.7% owned and they are playing the Cardinals uh, after Matt Canada has been fairly fired, shall we say. Um, the 
Pittsburgh Steelers went to town and, and scored their uh, first game with over 400 yards offense uh, for a very, very long time, including the entirety of Matt Canada's reign. So it was very nice to see the, the brakes get taken off. And, and Kenny Pickett is featuring up here now. Um, he threw his most passing yards in a game this, this year um, with the win over the Bengals. He threw for 278 yards, which doesn't seem like a whole lot compared to some of the other players that we've seen, um, but it was 24 for 33 uh, complete for just over uh, 11 fantasy points. Um, and then the Cardinals are coming to town. So it's the week 13 Cardinals versus uh, Steelers. The Cardinals are giving a look up a lot of passing yards to the position uh, on an average 238 passing yards and 17.7 fantasy points. So um, Pickett looks like he could be a nice slot in, particularly if you are playing Superflex. You know, I've certainly got him in, in a few leagues and haven't been playing him before this week. Perhaps this change of coaching uh, can do the business for Kenny. So let's just see what happens. Um, and the Cardinals is a perfect place to try that out. Second on the list, we have Gardner Minshew uh, for the Colts. He is 7.3% owned uh, and they are coming up against the Tennessee Titans. Um, has been a very nice slot in um, since Anthony Richardson went out on IR. Um, he's been getting a lot out of his wide receivers. Michael Pittman, in particular, has been benefiting very well. And, you know, last week it was 251 yards, one interception. Uh, and then he also got um, one of the, the first touchdowns we've actually seen with his feet. Um, he, was, he was known for, you know, scrambling with the ball. Did so last week and got a touchdown. Uh, he got 14.64 fantasy points in the win over the Buccaneers. Now they're traveling to Tennessee and they're facing the Titans for week 13. Um, Bryce Young scrambled a whole lot in this game, uh, in the week 12 game uh, for the Panthers and picked up a lot of yardage. So there's scope here for Minshew to use his feet. There is news that um, Jonathan Taylor has also picked up a, an injury. I think it's a thumb injury, so it shouldn't affect his legs. But it's certainly one to watch out for because if they lose one of their rushing threats, then Minshew may be called upon alongside Zach Moss. To, to use his feet to get um, that extra yardage and keep the chains moving. Uh, the Tennessee Titans have actually given up 248 passing yards and 16.7 fantasy points to the position. So um, Minshew should be a nice slot in here. I certainly know people who have got a lot of quarterbacks who are on the week 13 by, and they are putting in Minshew just to save themselves at that time. Uh, one other player that you might be tempted to try and put in uh, or two players that you might be tempted to put in are the Saints quarterbacks, whether that's Derek Carr, who's 22.9% owned, or even Jameis Winston, who is not 0.3% owned. Um, there's a lot of rumours that, um, you know, people aren't very happy with how Carr play, Carr's playing. It was it was a, um, a bit of a weird matchup. He hasn't been playing the best. Winston has come in a few times, particularly when Carr's been injured, but there may be even calls for him to come in now that Carr is just underperforming. They are coming up against the Lions this week, and we have seen in the last few weeks, particularly against the Chargers and the Packers, that you know they can get passed on. The secondary is looking weak against the pass, um, but we've also seen that the Saints are a very low-scoring team at the moment. They're not a whole lot of points scored against the Falcons in that divisional matchup, and there are currently question marks on the receiving talent that whoever's going to be starting has got to pass to. Rashid Shahid uh, is suffering from an injury. Chris Olave went out with concussion in last week's game as well, and Michael Thomas is already on IR, so all suffering through various stage of injuries. A.T. Perry and Lynn Bowden 
are not really the sexiest names to pick up here and to be passing to. So I would probably be avoiding the, um, these two players and fading whichever quarterback gets to start. I imagine that's quite tough because a lot of people did pick up Carr and hoped he was going to be a mid-range QB2 throughout the season and just doesn't seem to be manifesting itself um, within the team at the moment. Let's move on to running backs, and we've got Jeff Wilson as the number one in the running back list at the moment. He is 27.2% owned. He is going up with the Dolphins against the Washington Commanders, who have struggled. They have struggled quite a lot. Um, it's, it's been very high-scoring games. and A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The Dolphins do seem to like to get a grab of, of games. They didn't do so much against the Raiders um, um, two weeks ago when there was definitely missed opportunities on the offense, um, but they certainly did a good job against the Jets in Week 12. Um, the Commanders have actually given up 86 rushing yards and 22 fantasy points to the running back position, so that suggests to me there's a lot of scoring to be done here um, with in terms of touchdowns, potentially not the yardage, um, but Jeff Wilson has... Um, benefited from Devon Achan's uh, injury and while he's normally the third running back he has been playing behind most as the second so keep an eye on Washington uh, to give up those rushing yards um, and Jeff Wilson to benefit from that as well second on the list Rico Dowdle from the Dallas Cowboys 9.2% owned he is up against the Seahawks he only got three carries for 11 yards and one reception for 15 yards and a touchdown uh, last week against um against the commanders funnily enough um and then they are now hosting the seattle seahawks uh at the at&t stadium so um the seahawks are giving up 82 rushing yards and 24.9 fantasy points a game murph has been pushing the dowdle button for the last month or so i certainly have picked him up uh, in some of my leagues as a result of seeing how much usage apologies pollard's getting um and thinking that, that that will start to slow down towards the playoffs when they want to keep him healthy. There was also concerns that potentially Pollard wasn't performing as well as he could do, so there may have been a split to come in as well. Uh, thankfully for Pollard, uh, Rostras, he has seemed to have boosted his performances, and Dowdle seems to have slipped back into a bit more of a complementary role, but the, uh, the opportunities are still there. Um, there's still room for Dowdle to come in. He has to manage that ankle injury that he's been questionable for, for several weeks in a row. Um, and certainly coming to the playoffs, you'd want Dowdle to be fully fit and take advantage of anything that the Cowboys give him. Because if they want to keep Pollard fresh, they just have to spread that ball out a bit more. So Dowdle, yeah, 9.2% owned, playing the Seahawks. There's a chance here for Dowdle to get some extra ball. 
wide receiver, and the first one on the list is Stacy's number one choice for his waiver wire pick of the week, Jaden Reed, another player that Murph has been pushing for uh, a lot in the last few weeks. Mentioned it last week on the uh, Reflection Show and the week before. He's mentioned it on Strategy Points too. Jaden Reed seems to be connecting really well with Jordan Love, and Love seems to have turned a corner in the last few weeks, which is great for anyone who rostered in him and rostered any of his skill position players like Reed. He is currently 31.5% owned. They are coming up against the Chiefs, so the, the matchup is, isn't great, but I think that there's a, a really good reliance here on Love getting the passing game, particularly while Aaron Jones is, is down injured uh, and, and A.J. Dillon is leading that backfield, that they, they have to turn more to the passing game to keep things moving. Um, the Chiefs are giving up 130 receiving yards and 28.9 fantasy points to the wide receiver position, so... Um, uh, as long as that ball gets spread out and Jaden Reed could get quite a, a nice share of that as well. Uh, one player that did come off well with the Commanders game against the um, the Cowboys is Curtis Samuel. So he got nine receptions for 100 yards to finish there with 19 fantasy points. Um, and now they come up against the Dolphins. And the Dolphins have been fairly weak against the position. They've conceded 161 receiving yards, which is quite high, um, and 37.6 fantasy points. To the quarterback position, um, to the wide receiver position. Uh, funnily enough, um, I think the only teams that are really suffering here are the teams that are playing the Dolphins, who have to deal with Tyreek Hill, Jane Waddle every week. Um, so Kurt Samuel could have a nice play here if the, the commanders are playing from behind. Uh, another play that I've uh, thought about here as well is Tutu Atwell. Again, quite um, an unusual matchup. They are playing the Browns, and the Browns are offering a league low in passing yardage, but they are very beaten up at the moment and actually came away from the Broncos game with a few injuries as well, including what looked to be quite a serious one to Miles Garrett. So that's a, a big time pass rusher who could potentially out next week suffering from an injury. That defensive frailty could help out the Rams offense. And if Cooper Cup continues to be unfit or performing, you know, if they're rushing back, then I'd be looking to see where Tutu can slot in here. He's been making big plays, and he was the most wide, um, productive wide proceed, uh, receiver on the team last week. So maybe one to watch out for there. 24.2% uh, rostered. Again, they're playing the Browns. Tight ends. Um, only one here. K. Dotton for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is 29.4% rostered, and he is playing the Carolina Panthers. Um, so obviously have to be a bit wary about the bounce-back games here that a lot of teams uh, usually do. There's not a whole lot of talent on that Carolina team, particularly in the offense. So the uh, Buccaneers might get a lot of time on offense here to spread that ball around. And K-Dotton does seem to be one of Baker Mayfield's preferred options in this group. Uh, he got four receptions for 45 yards uh, in a very back-and-forth game with the Colts last week. Um, the Panthers are giving up not a whole lot to the position, 36 receiving yards. 9.8 fancy points, but um, like I said, there might be usage here for Kadon to to beat that amount on beat that average and uh, you know get um, a good return for anyone who's picked him up off the waiver wire. Uh, you're looking for obviously quite a decent amount um, for such a small amount on the return. So yeah, Kadon could be a guy here. Kickers, um, Brandon McManus for Jacksonville still doing the business. Like has come through in some very key put, um, key games. For the Jaguars, I think he got three for four on field goals. He might have missed um, one in the last game, but he has certainly been pr proving uh, proving invaluable. 
there was three point difference between the uh, the, the Jaguars and the Texans in the last game, and that could have very well have been the key in having McManus doing the business there. They are playing the Bengals. The Jacksonville Jaguars are playing the Bengals this week, um, and they're giving up 8.8 fancy points to the kicker position. Um, however, it's, it's difficult to say with the, with the Bengals' offense at the moment, with Jake Brown in there, it's very difficult to see how and if they can keep drives going. Uh, the Jaguars do seem to do fairly decent at the moment, and... Um, McManus could be the key to keeping those points rolling forwards. Um, DSTs, Colts, 15.7% rostered, and they are playing the Tennessee Titans. The Colts have been looking really good. Uh, six sacks, one fumble recovery, one interception last week uh, against the Buccaneers. They're making big plays, and it's all coming together for all parts of the team at the right time. Offense and defense seem to be working very, very well. Um this divisional game could also be a big one as well. So we don't know whether or not the Titans will raise the game, but the Colts seem to be doing the right thing on defense. And uh, there's some big name players who are, who are making those big time plays as well. Um, yeah, I mean, after the Tennessee's uh, Tennessee's big game for Will Emerson's debut, it all seems to have petered out a little bit as well. So the, the, the Titans offense do seem to be slowing down probably at the wrong time for them. Um, the Colts can take advantage there. Um, thank you very much to Stacey for letting me use his stats and his players. Uh, it's always a good read, so make sure you check it out on the website. Um, we've also got Murph and Stocks who are coming back on Thursday. Uh, they'll be able to give you more tips and suggestions for anything that's coming up. Um, make sure you subscribe to the, the podcast as well and check out the website for any articles. They're back on Thursday. And myself and Lewis should be back on the Friday as well with Fast Action Friday. But until then, keep rushing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.